Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom and now we are starting our study of Masechet Eruvin. We're of course on Dafbet Amud Aleph at the first Mishnah of the first parak, And I've given a broad introduction to the issue of Eruvei Chatserot, which is going to be our topic for the first few prakim uh, on the handout. So take a look at it there. Uh, in the meantime, just uh, one word that we are concerned with here is Mavui. And Mavui for our purposes is a small residential street, technically it's really an alley. Um, if the entrance to the Mavui is higher than 20 amot, yima'et, you have to lower it. We'll see in the next podcast, in two podcasts from now, how we uh, do that. You don't have to lower it, Rabbi Yudah allows for a higher one. How high? Unclear. For If the opening is more than 10 amot wide, yima'et, you also have to diminish that size, it's too wide. But if the entire Mavui has the frame of a door, even if it's wider than that, ain't Okay, good. We have a parallel Mishnah at the beginning of Sukkah. Sukkah Shikvala Again, Rabbi Yudah allows for higher, but the terminology used there is not Yema'et, but rather Psula. Why in Mavui do they teach the the fix? Yema'et. And in Sukkah, just Psula. So one answer is Sukkah Doraita Tani Psula. Mavui Dorabanan Tani Takanta. One reason is because Sukkah is Doraita. You could talk about Pasul. You can't really talk about a Mavui being Pasul because a Mavui is not an object of a mitzvah, but rather it's just a particular street that has to be, have to have a certain size opening for us to be able to um, uh, allow through the different devices to carry in there. Sometimes in a Doraita, we'll also mention the fix and not just a blanket pasul. Since Sukkah has all sorts of different halachot associated with it, such as um, the nature of the schach and and what makes kosher schach and sukkah etc. So they simply took a simple position of psula. Mavui tani takanta. Mavui has one simple thing, it's gotta be the right size. That's it, so they said takanta. Okay. <coughs> what is the machloket between Rabbi Yudah and Chachamim in our Mishnah? About 20 or more being acceptable. They both learned it according to Rav from the word petach. And whether it's the petach of the heichal, meaning the Beit HaMikdash itself, or the ulam, the vestibule, which had a much larger door and a much higher opening, going into the heichal. The heichal has a 20 high entrance and a 10 wide entrance. We have to remember Amai is somewhere between a foot and a half and two feet. So uh, figuring we're talking about a very tall entrance. It's exactly twice as big at the Ulam. They're both looking at the same Pasuk, which in the context of, of Shlamim, the Torah says, You have to slaughter the animal. So the word Petach is used there. They hold that the Hechal and the Ulam have separate Kedushot, and therefore, so when the Torah says, you shechted in front of the Olmoed, it's a reference to the Heichal. Now, of course, it's very problematic, as these psukim are all referring to the tent, which is the Mishkan, and the measurements are from the Mikdash. We'll fix that, and we'll deal with that in a minute. 
According to this approach, Rabbi Yudah holds it's all one Kiddushah. It's the essential opening, the first opening, which is 40 Amotai, which by the way means that Rabbi Yudah doesn't just say it can be as high as you want. He does have a limit, albeit an extreme limit of 40, a very high limit of 40 Amot. Maybe they don't disagree about that. They agree that they're separate Kiddushot. What's his reasoning? Now there is no pasuk like that, but it's an amalgamation of several pasukim um, that is in uh, in Yechezkel that give us the notion of a petach ulam. So the ulam also has, has a petach. If you could put together pasukim, hammer them out that said petach ulam, then you'd say, okay, the ulam has a petach. But the thing that you cobbled together was Petach Ulam Habayit, which means the Ulam itself is Samuch to the Bayit, and it's the Petach of the Bayit. So Bayit Patuach La Ulam. So what we're referring to is the Bayit that opens in the Ulam, that's Petach. So that's again back to the Echal. Now, the problem with all this I mentioned is, the Pasuk of Chato Petach Omoed, it's not talking about a building, it's talking about a tent. So the answer is Ashkachan Mishkan Nikri Mikdash Mikdash to Ikri Mishkan. We find that in the Torah that the word Mikdash and Mishkan are interchangeable, and therefore we learned about the Mishkan, we can apply to the Mikdash as well. Now how do we know that? Dilote Mahachi, because if you don't accept that, then Hadam of Yudam Shmuel, Shmuel's halacha, which is Shlamim Shatan Koram Khitab Tikhat Taltotaihal. If you shech the Shlamim early in the day, before they opened up the doors of the Hechal, read Masakatami to see when that happens, then Psulin. Why? The doors have to be open. Now, where did Shmuel get that from? From Hasukavat Mishkan. And yet he applies it to Halacha about the Hechal. Now we gotta back that up. All we did was prove that Mishkan and Mikdash have to be interchangeable from the fact that Shmuel ruled that way. But what's his source? So, I, I understand where you have the Beit HaMikdash in Shalim is referred to as a Mishkan. God promises in I'll put my dwelling place among you, and that's a reference to the Beit HaMikdash. Where do you find that the Mishkan is called a Mikdash? So, that in the travels, we find that the description of the travels in the Midbar, Bnei Kahat, who carried the Mikdash, and they um, and they set up the Mishkan, so it sounds like the Mikdash and the Mishkan are all one thing. The problem is Ahu Barongtiv. That Mikdash that they're carrying is not the whole building, obviously. It's the Aron. Uh, so that so the, the two different things in the Pasuk. They carry the Mikdash until the Mishkan is set up. At the beginning of the commands of the building of the Mishkan, Parshat Truma, God says, make for me a Mikdash and I will dwell among them, using both Mikdash and Shachanti together, so they're interchangeable. Fine. But question on both of them. We have another Petach in the Mishkan, which is the opening to the Chatzar, which by the way we think is much shorter. The length of the Chatzar, the courtyard outside of the Mishkan, is a hundred Amot. It's fifty by fifty. It's uh, five high. We have fifteen Amot of curtains on each side. 
So So what do you have there? Twenty wide, five high. So why don't you allow the Mavui to be five high, which is shorter than anybody allowed for, and twenty wide? The answer is Petach Shar Chatzer Ikri, Petach Stamalo Ikri. It's called Petach Shar Chatzer, but it's not called Petach without some sort of modifier. When it said 15 amot, that means it means it really is 15 high. What you said, it's 5 high. It means it's 5 higher than the top of the Mizbeach. Mizbeach, if you recall, is 10 amot high. So therefore, maybe 5 high means 5 of the Mizbeach, but from the ground it's 15. But in any case, it's not going to help us. Question is, Rabbi Yudah and Pitchosholam Gamar? Does Rabbi Yudah really infer from Pitchosholam, which would mean he does have a cap, but it's 40? In the Mishnah, we also said that if the uh, entrance is 10 amot wide, you have to make it lesser. And according to Rabbi Yudah, he should allow for 20, because that's the Ulam, and Rabbi Yudah doesn't speak up here. The answer is he does speak up, but in a brighter. The tiny So again, Rabbi Yudah says you don't have to make it more narrow, even though it's wider than 10. So why doesn't Rabbi Yudah speak up in the Mishnah? The answer is He mentioned his descent in the issue of the height, and you should understand he has the same descent in the width. But does he really learn it from there? Vatanya, you notice we're hammering away at Rav's take. Rebuta says you can have it 40 or 50 high. Now, 40 or 50 usually means as high as you want, because otherwise he'd set an amount. Vatanya bar kapra, bar kapra says even 100. Now, basically, bar kapra, guzma, okay, 100 is an exaggeration. Rebuta, my guzma, Rebuta, he's not uh, giving a guzma. So, we understand where the 40 comes from, if you really said 40 or 50, the 40 is from the Ulam. Where do you get the 50 from? The answer is Rav was wrong, and Rabbi Yehuda did not infer it from the Ulam, and Rav was misled by the Mishnah, by this Brayta. The Brayta said that if the Mavuri is higher than 20, more than the opening of the Heichal, that's Chachamim's position, make it lower. Who saw her? So Rav thought, since the Rabbanan used Mitchosh Leichal, Rabbi Yudah must be inferring it from the opening of the Ulam. Velohian, that's not the way it is. Rabbi Yudah Pitchad the Malchim Gamar, he actually inferred it from royal palaces, which are much bigger. Okay, but let's look back at that point. Do Rabbanan really inferred from the opening of the Heichal? then they should require doors like the Heichal has. We don't require doors on the Mavui. The next Mishnah is going to tell us that how do you make a Mavui properly marked so that then, by doing a Shituf, you can carry in there. We'll get to the Shituf much later. You have to have a Lechi, which means an upright bar, and a Korah beam over the top. And either one of them. The answer is The doors of the Hecha were not there as part of the structure. They were there just for privacy. So therefore, they're not essential to the structure. Right? If that's the case, then making a Tzurata Petach, as we saw in the Mishnah, a frame of an opening, like an upright, an upright, and a crossbar, should not help it, Amavui. The Hechal had a Tzurata Petach, but it was only ten wide. 
So even the the heichal that was that was that was had a tzurat petach was only ten wide. And Armish just said, no matter how wide it is, if you've got tzurat petach, you're good to go. So are we really doing it from the Hechal? It doesn't look like it. So Rav, by the way, this whole question is according to Rav. What did Rav Yehuda teach Chiyav, Rav's son, in front of Rav? He taught that uh, that you don't have to uh, to be mamait. The Amalei Rav interrupted him and said, "Atnei tzarich The proper reading is the Rabbi Yehuda would say, "Tzarich Sorry, that the that the uh, that the Mishnah should say, "Tzarich which means that even if you have a tzarat petach, you still have to be mamait. Exactly from the heichal. So elamiata, if that's the case, lo tehani amaltara. It shouldn't help to have planks on top. We'll see what that's about. I put it in the introduction. The Hechal had these planks above it at the entrance. We'll deal with this at the end of uh, if the Shear, what the Amaltra is. Still, it was only 20 high. This is just like the Tzorat HaPetach problem. There were five of these planks. Perhaps they were uh, painted planks. They were above the door to the Hechal. And they were staggered so that they moved out one higher than the next. <coughs> and so an Amaltra uh, should not help if my Mavui is too high because even the Hechal had them even though they were 20 high. Maybe the Amaltra weren't in the Hechal. Maybe they're in the Ulam, which won't do anything for Chachamim. So why is that a question? Maybe the Hechal and the Ulam have the same frame. So uh, he quoted Rav as saying that the beam has to be four, even if it's not strong, as long as it's four wide. And if there's an Amaltra there, you can have it way higher than 20, or higher than 20, and you don't have to lower it. So again, if you're learning from the Hechal, an Amaltra shouldn't help you get out of 20, just like Surat Petach should not have helped you get out of 10. So Rabbi Yosef, Amaltra Matnitahi, that's a Brita, Mankatanila. So where's it coming from? Where's the information coming from? He's challenging the information. So he said, who taught it? So let it be a Brita, and it's a challenge to Rav. Because according to Rav, an Amaltra should help uh, should not help, because if you learn it from the Hechal, like Rav claimed, the, the 20, then the fact that there's a Maltra there doesn't help, you still need it to be 20 and no higher. Take me out of the game. The bright don't contradict each other anyways, without my contribution. The answer is it's Machloket Tanaim, about whether or not the Maltra is going to help. So also my position is Machloket Tanaim. Now, this is Rav holding on to a position that we already refuted. Without Rav's contribution, we really do not have a problem between the Brighton. Why? According to the Rabbanan, why do we put a Korah, beam across the top? Mishum Hekera. So the people will notice it, and remember, that's the end of the Mavi. I can't carry past here. The reason that in the Brighton they use the phrase, which evidently misled Rav, Higher than the opening of the Hechal, Simana Ba'alma. They weren't learning it from the Hechal. They were simply using it as a, as an example of saying, you know, like we all know how tall the Hechal is. That's okay if he doesn't accept Rabba's statement about Sukkah. 
אבל ישראל אחד דרבא, דאמר רבא כתיב, אמר דודו רכי, כמו שכל הושבתי, if you recall at the very beginning, מסכת סוכה. We have the rule that we just saw invoked at the beginning of our Gemara, that the Sukkah can't be higher than 20, and we had a three-way machloket about why. And Rabbah's explanation is based on the Pasuk, that, the, you, that when you sit in the Sukkah, the generations have to know that I made you sit in the Sukkah. And the, and the, the Rabbah's explanation is, If the Sukkah is 20 or lower, a person is aware of it. If it's higher than that, he's not even aware of it. Your eye doesn't catch it unless you stare directly up. So you see that when it comes to Sukkah, the Machlok at Rabbi Yudah, who said it could be much higher, and Chacham who said it has to be 20, are also disagreeing about awareness. If, so if you accept Rabbah, then it's about awareness. But if you don't accept Rabbah, then, um, then the, the, the whole issue of the Korah is because of, uh, of Hekera. And uh, the mention of the Pitchosh Leichal is just an incidental mention, just as a, as a reminder. But, if that's what they're disagreeing about in Sukkah, then, Iflug Batati Lamali. This is the question. If their disagreement in Sukkah is about something else, like Gzerah uh, because of uh, because of a situation where the tall, where the Sukkah is narrow and it's going to be the shade of the walls as opposed to the shade of the top, then I understand why they're having a machloket here, which is about Hekera. But if we accept Rabbah, that the machloket in Sukkah is about awareness, then why have two machlokot like that, one in Sukkah, one in Eruvin? The answer is Tzricha. We need them both. The Yashmin and Gabi Sukkah, the Hakam Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda only allows for a higher Sukkah because you're sitting in the Sukkah, you'll look up. But Mavu, you're walking through. Maybe he will agree that the Korah has to be within 20. If we had it in only in Erevin, we'd say the Rabbanan only insist on it being low in Erevin. They might agree with Rabbi Yehuda in the case of Sukkah, so therefore Tzricha, therefore I need both. Okay, the last piece that we're going to look at today is my Amaltara. We mentioned the Amaltara. Chama Bredi Rabba Ravu Amar, Kini, boards. Captain Dimi Amar, Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael and said, I'm Marav in Eretz Yisrael, they say, Paski de Arza, cedar boards. Not Paski de Arza, Kol Shekin Kini, Madamar Kini, Amar Paski de Arza, low. It would say they weren't cedar boards. Madamar Paski de Arza, my Tama, why do you say that? Shunda Nafish Mashche, Vahasuka Nafish Mashche, Vakaram Baran de low. So the reason that he that uh, that he said that it was cedar boards, um, and that they were sort of plugged into the wall, um, would say I, I understand why those would work in a mavui. Remember, we're saying that a maltra works in a mavui. So now, arza, the one who says that they're cedar boards, certainly keni, which is. Um, like uh, like nests or something that are sticking out are going to be a hecker. But if you say you need nests, then Paskadarzi wouldn't work. Now the one who said Paskadarzi, why did he say that? Because Mishum Danafish Mashche, because they, they pull out. In other words, since you put them up and it's an important thing, everybody notices it, and therefore it would be good enough for the Mavu even though it's taller. Okay, we'll pause at this point, we'll pick it up. Uh, with an interesting problem and then a fascinating sugya about the size of an ama and about the various shiurim that we learn from the famous pasuk in Dvarim Eretz Chita Usora. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day and welcome to the study of Masachat Eruvin.